All right, welcome viewers. It's your favorite DM and one of her players. We're going to be interviewing the wonderful DM Mystic today. Hey. So. The tables are turned. I have the power here. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much for joining me on my wonderful podcast interview, uh, Sierra. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, and uh, I'm sure the viewers will think the same. <clears throat> yeah. So we've got some wonderful and interesting questions that we definitely didn't go through beforehand to run through. Oh no! Uh, so Mm-mm. we're gonna we're gonna start this one off with a basic one to help the people sitting at home get to know a little bit more about the mysterious DM Mystic. All right, close with your name too. Hence yeah, the name. Hence right? the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I think people want to know what your first character was in D anD. d So just tell us a little bit about uh, who that was and and how you got into the hobby of D anD. d to get to, to start it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question um so i started actively playing D in 2019 so not super long same year as me um, same year as me oh yeah nice um and my first character was a half orc war cleric uh her name was olga rasputin <laughs> i don't know i think i read in the the player's handbook that orcish names are supposed to be like rough like lots of consonants um but i still wanted it to be something like per like that could easily be pronounced so i went with like something recognizable like rasputin um who knows he's an interesting guy but uh maybe an orc in fantasy worlds <laughs> Um, yeah, and she was the daughter of a leader of a an orcish tribe and eventually, you know, went out into the human world and was a double agent. So she worked with an adventuring party, but really in the back of her mind, she had these ulterior motives of advancing the orcish empire until they realized that there was this dragon ravaging the lands and that it would take all of the forces of man coming together to take it down. Uh, and then she eventually, the adventuring party made their way to her family's tribe in the Orcish kingdom and got the help uh, they needed to take down a dragon. And it was all very successful. It was great. Well, that's awesome. That sounds like a wonderful story. Mm-hmm. And and how did you get into DMing? Yeah. Was it shortly after that, or did you take a while to dip your feet in the pool? Oh no, it was like I played this game with Olga. It was, uh, and then very quickly it was just like, I this is fun. I can do that. I can tell <laughs> a story, <laughs> and jumped right into that. It took a while to get some sea legs right of roles and just like. That's the least favorite part mm-hmm. to me of D&D is like the roles. Although I understand the mechanics and the power of, you know, building an optimized character mm-hmm. and the reasons why all those roles are in place. But I'm definitely not the like roles lawyer of the table. I'm more like the rule of cool oh, person. Oh, for table. sure. After playing a, a couple one shots with you and playing with you as a player in my game, I know that uh, you as a player are much more interested in what tells the best story rather than uh, what exactly gets the dice rolling in the best way. So, um, Oh, you mean like today when I got poison ivy on my butt as a character? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a, a choice you made. 
I will say that I had no no involvement in this. <laughs> a girl from the city doesn't know where to use the restroom in the forest. No, no. Um, I guess that's the question the viewers want to know. Does does Mystic know where to use? No, we'll, we'll avoid that question. We'll avoid that question. We'll just cut, cut. Um, all right. I think uh, some other questions that we're really dying to know about is is what makes Utopia mm. so special as a setting and a game? Why why should we be invested in this story? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, obviously, I could gush about this forever, but it's really just my opinion, mm-hmm. um, and that's all I can share with you is like why I think Rick Manish is great and this story is great, and the main reasons are that. It's essentially a a campaign that involves a lot of moral questions, a lot of real life personal based questions um, that any of us could, you know, find today. And it's set in this 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 utopia, right? Everyone is equal and everyone can support themselves. There's a living wage and there's there's just this ample opportunity for for anything you could possibly dream to happen but as the story progresses you know the characters themselves learn it kind of goes back to that old adage of like you can move wherever you want but you always take your shit with you so like if you are inherently just a liar it doesn't matter if you have all the money in the world or where you live you're still a liar so like a roguish character in this world would be really interesting like those types of things and and that's what i love about dming is human nature and an experience of that and like the nitty gritty of the psychology and religious philosophy is a huge part of this Mm. campaign Mm. too, obviously with the monotheism and the questions about the origins of that God and things. Uh, Some stuff that uh, my character will give very, very little concern about, but um, (laughs) I mean, that's what you get when you have a a sentient robot who doesn't think that he's sentient. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I have a soul. What? All right. I guess yeah. this leads into really well into our next question here. What, what's the most important part of D&D as, as a hobby for you uh, as a DM and as a player? And, and I guess that uh, leads to the next question, which is what are you hoping to achieve with this podcast? Um, mm, both great questions. Um, what's most important for me as a D&D player or DM is that it's a holistic fun and entertaining experience for all parties involved i like laughing when other people laugh i like riffing off of other people's rp i love that and and whether it's you know laughing because i got poison ivy on my butt in the woods or throwing a healing potion down an unconscious comrade's throat like all of that is just exciting and it's it's an adventure and i really like i'm i'm the loser that's like everything's an adventure mm-hmm. like even just going on a bike round and around the block can be an adventure because you never know what you're gonna see or what you're gonna experience and so i really like taking that rose-colored glasses bubbly aspect of my personality into games mm-hmm. and the rp and just the development of that rp and and, and creating a world that allows characters to travel they're not just stagnant. Oh, for sure. Unless they want to be, right? Like that's obviously a choice, but I try to cater to growth for characters. Yeah, I mean, 
and isn't that kind of the whole goal of of developing a character in D&D is to see them progress through the campaign and and uh, mm-hmm. take on new personality traits from the experiences that they've had. So Yeah, I mean collaborative storytelling is literally creative creative collaboration is literally my passion whether that's making music in my band with my fellow band members or you know dming and or being a player or even into like my nine to five professional career of leading groups like it's it's just huge part of what i love and i will always get that like sailor moon glint in my eye (laughs) when i like see people creating and collaborating together so i think that might be your screen uh flaring off the lens of your glasses (laughs) (laughs) maybe yeah (laughs) i forget the second part of that question well uh if you if you could achieve anything with this podcast what would it be oh yeah um all I want to achieve with this podcast is to entertain and share my story with those mm-hmm. who want to listen to it. That's it. I have no like lofty goals of having millions of listeners or making shit loads of money. It's mm-hmm. just something that I enjoy and want to share with with whoever will listen. So yeah. that's it. Well, I hope also as a player in the game that some of your motivation might be that we have a good time, but I think that will be up to us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's a given, yeah, but yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm giving you a hard time. All right. So uh, we've done a little bit of work with the characters in our uh, in the interviews that you've done and in some of the trial games that we've already participated in. So you have an idea what this crew is going to look like as they enter Utopia. And obviously as the writer of the game, you know what that's going to look like from your uh, perspective. Mm. So you're going to have a good idea, I think, how to answer this question. So what is the thing you are most excited for Utopia? Oh man, like specific to this group of characters? Well, specific to this game that you'll be running, yeah. So that will be in tandem with the characters that are running through it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm so excited about so many pieces of it. Like, I'm just excited for you guys to meet the NPCs and to get into the combat. Specifically, kind of excited about some of the early bounties which are really just crazy Mm. and fun if you guys want to end up doing bounty work Mm. um in the middle so i can't answer that (laughs) i'm just excited about all of it (laughs) for the viewers out there uh listening at home she's blushing right now because she's so excited for the game or (laughs) or the the heat in her state right now is unbearable i'm just about doxed it's 87 degrees (laughs) in this room just about doxed you but don't worry we (laughs) Less work for Mystic to edit later. Um, what What's the heat like in your very specific apartment address? <laughs> All I'll say is this is not okay. This is global warming and I am not I'll okay with it. I'll move to Canada. It's a little bit more chill here. <laughs> Wait, pass? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Here's a little bit more fun question. Um, what's your favorite NPC in in games that you've run pre- previously and are we going to be able to meet this uh favorite npc in our running of utopia oh yeah um you'll meet this npc 
fairly mm-hmm. early, probably. Um, he's in the large city where the campaign starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm already saying too much. <laughs> I wasn't going to say the gender, and I just did that. Um, but he is really, really fun to RP. And he, I didn't think of this when I created him, but other people have reminded me that he's very much like a famous person mm. that is just kind of funny in their own right. Um, so we'll see if anyone else sees that or calls that or catches it. It's also um, his face is the logo for the campaign. So, well, fun I will be eyes peeled for a specific city with a male identifying character <laughs> that might resemble a celebrity that wears glasses. I I am I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'll find him <laughs> and I will experience the crap out of this character because he sounds from very limited information like a blast. So Yeah, I don't know if the the real life person wears glasses, but this guy does. <laughs> Adds flavor. Um I guess uh, since you put me through this question, I guess this is a good question to end on. What is Mystic's favorite color? <gasps> My favorite color is yellow. That's a, a, a brilliant uh, color to uh, have as your favorite color. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, not so much like the like highlighter mm. yellow, but more like the natural yellows that are in yeah i mean if you if you like the highlighter favorite color as yellow i'm pretty sure you're locked in the 80s but um (laughs) i mean we can forgive you for that i'm just saying like if you're telling me that neon is one of your favorite colors i'm making an instant assessment of your character and what kind of music you Uh like (laughs) yeah i mean give me duran duran all day (laughs) but i don't think that's you know 80s neon music but that's as close as my repertoire will take me <laughs> well i'm sure there's going to be a lot of other questions that uh, our viewers and players that would have wanted to see answered and unfortunately i'm just not clever enough to conjure those questions up but uh, hopefully this is enough information <laughs> to get you guys interested and invested into our wonderful dm mystic musings and i can say for myself i'm very excited to run this game or I'm so used to being the one running the game. I'm so interested and invested in playing in this game that you are running. And it's it's mm. an absolute pleasure. The The crew that you've got signed up and ready to go is is a blast. And, and it's just going to be a good time. And I encourage you guys, uh, if this is the first of the interviews that you're listening to, go check out the other ones because we've got some good content out there. And it's, it's going to be a blast. So... Uh, Looking forward to having you guys listen in and looking forward to playing with you, Mystic. Uh, Thanks for your time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Watch out for that poison ivy. We're actually immune to poison ivy, weirdly enough. (laughs) Well, I am glad that that episode is over. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Don't mind talking about myself, but also don't really like it that much um, so yeah uh questions and answers q a podcasts are gonna be a part of our patreon so if that's something that you're interested in being a part of feel free to head over there at patreon.com backslash utopia podcast uh, as i said prior we are now on all the socials so we are on uh facebook instagram and the twitter at utopia dnd podcast and we are where 
wherever you want to listen to podcasts. So uh, tell your friends and like, subscribe, uh, and give us a review if you'd like. Uh, this is the last pre-production episode. Truly, literally, the last one. Um, next week starts the adventure, and I am so excited to get into it with you guys. Uh, music by Nolan Clock, engineering by myself, and I hope we see you around real soon. <laughs>